No, you can't have her. Too bad. I already took her. That's how a draft works. You made a hat of once, but I got her all the time. (laughs) Phil Spector. Remember Phil Spector? That's crazy. Uh, Oh, I got him too. God, it's good. (laughs) It's really good. She's got a I've got a pedophile and a probable murderer. That's just two people. Aaron's got an army. I got eyes and hair. I know. She's coming for lips next. (laughs) Guess what? You got a weird butt? You're mine. Next. Hello and welcome to episode number 515 of the podcast. I'm your host, Max McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to the life of idiocy and we're committed to educating you on things entertaining but do not matter. To find out more about these dubious pursuits, check us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at the podcast and on Twitter or X at PodcastPod. Man. No, absolutely not. No. Come on. Like, what are we doing? X, no bird. No, it's ridiculous. Limited tweets. Like, just just do it. Just put it down. You know? Yeah. Why, why are you dragging Take it to a farm upstate. I can't. I can't. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be snake drafting side eye. But before we do that, despite it being the dog days of summer here in the northern hemi, can I call it hemi? Yeah. Um, we want you to saddle up your pickles because we've got a trail to blaze in September for our two live shows of 2023. Do not miss being in the room with a small group of like-minded fans. And by small, I mean 2,800 seats are gone. But our, we still have seats available for our Austin show on September 2nd and our Atlanta show on September 30th. If you can't be in the room in Austin or Atlanta, join us from a room in your home by signing up for the live stream that will happen on Saturday, September 2nd. When you sign up for the live stream, you get an exclusive party guide created by our beloved indie featuring all kinds of fun recipes and signage and games. And it includes recipes from friends of the show, Kendra Adachi, the Lazy Genius, and Bree McCoy, who is a home cook extraordinaire. Plus, you get exclusive pre-show content, access to the ever-popular podcast chat, a blanket live stream license, so you can invite over as many friends and neighbors, and you can have all of them watch. Plus, you get access to the live stream for seven days in case you really can't watch it live because your college roommate is getting married outside in Louisiana on September 2nd because she thinks that's the fall and it's not. Okay, so visit noxandjamie.com slash live to secure your spot. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
All right, Jamie, uh, we are snake drafting uh, in this episode, and we have some very special guests to get to. But before we do that, on a scale of 1 to 100, what is your confidence in this idea? Because my anecdotally, I feel like it is below 40%. Is it true? <laughs> Listen, it was, I did need you to explain it to me no less than seven times. And then I would come back and ask clarifying questions because I want to make good content for the listeners. Of course. But sometimes course. I feel like your ideas are smarter than I am. And so you, I have no, to ask. That's not but, true. Uh, it's just, uh, it's a, sometimes they get a little avant-garde, you know, who knows? No, but in a fun way. Like, and I'm excited because I'm coming so hard for like things that people love. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> I feel like, uh, we, it, the resting weight of this podcast is always just go after things people like. And then whatever the idea of the packaging is, like, we're always fine with it. And then they're know, so sweet. They message us and go, I love it, even though you hate my favorite actor of all time. And I was like, thank you. Thank you for listening. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. Well, again, this is a snake draft episode. So, Jimmy, would you do us the honors and bring in our very special guests here? We have two very special guests, two of our own team here at the PNG. We have Erin Moon. She is our senior creative, and she survives here at the podcast while thriving over at our other podcast, The Bible Binge, soon to have a new name. Interesting. Oh, oh interesting. Right. Now, for the listener, if you don't know, I want to give you a taste of like how Erin feels about pop culture. So the three things she thinks are overrated are Lord of the Rings, Seinfeld, and the movie Office Space. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah right. absolutely. Okay, good. Lord of the Rings. That's the movies I too. Mean, None that of those just, feel super spicy, you know, that just like off the what top. Do you mean? Yeah, I don't I, I don't think that's Seinfeld is one of the best sitcoms of all time. Come on, I Jamie. Mean, when's the last the time you watched still? Seinfeld? I watched uh Spongeworthy just this weekend. It was no, like a little amuse bouche after didn't. I watched They Clone Tyrone. Absolutely. Is that the is that a documentary explaining why SpongeBob is dating Ariana Grande? Because I was not. God, no, that well, I, we we need to talk about that. I don't know we why we're not. There. Okay. <laughs> also with us is our beloved Jason Waterfalls, who is an audio editor here at the company, and he's our Slack hero in every way. Jason thinks the overrated things in pop culture include the Big Bang Theory, uh, yes. the longest running and highest grossing uh, TV sitcom of all time. Lowest common denominator. I agree with right, you. Right, right. Harry Potter, just yes, generally. Overrated. And of course, the sport soccer. Yes, overrated. All these things are overrated. Now, <laughs> soccer is starting to pick up a little bit of a pace oh, with it? me lately. Okay. But, I will say yeah. the soccer coaches are hot. Now, obviously, Jason Waterfalls talks about sports and all things soccer related, surely, over at our other friend of the show podcast, The Over Underachievers. Uh, Jason, can you speak to the science Big Bang Theory? Where are you at on that? Like, just like hypothetically. I mean, we can go deep into it if you'd like to. I definitely have a couple of angles of, uh, I've got two things that make it true and two things that make it possibly not true. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just kidding. That's good. That's good prep. That's good yeah. prep, man. So if you want to know those things, just make sure you comment on our Instagram post this week for the episode. And I'm sure that Jason will come in along and give you a little education about the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. Think also, that's fun great. thing. We're doing a snake draft with the four of us. P.S. If you come to our live shows in September, this will be replicated for you in real time but, on stage. But with different topics. We won't do this topic. No, Aaron, we're doing the same one. We're did you not know? One. Did you not get that? So, in the notes? guys, if you don't want to be spoiled, you should <laughs> stop listening now. I just it's listen, <laughs> I just want to let the listener know. I feel like sometimes I have to be Sean and I have to tell you like, hey guys, it's it's okay. We're not going to be doing the exact same thing, you know? I kind of do like the idea that Aaron isn't the Sean of the smartless. She's the flyover like people that That's he's right. constantly speaking yeah. to. I'm, he's like, this I'm, is what this means. I'm for the Michiganites. I'm for the <laughs> Kansas people, you know? Like, I'm here for you. God, does that make me Jason Bateman? Ugh. I'll be Jason Bateman. But you all okay, good. you all constantly act act, act like co coastal elites. It's getting kind of upsetting for me. Knox does this quite a bit. 
There's no flyover About Jason space. Bateman? You think no, no about more Coastal Elite. Who's more oh, Coastal Elite, me or Jamie? Because this is a, a barn burner, I feel like. <laughs> I do think Knox is more uh, Will Arnett. Mm. Can I be Tracy? Can I be Tracy? <laughs> no, you're not Tracy. I'm so I just don't know sorry. why we're using Smarless. Why are we using Smarless? Yeah, I don't I know. Know. I'm sorry. I'm no. sorry. Well, okay. Um, so we we are here to uh, do the snake draft, and the idea behind what we're talking about uh, for the flyover Karens uh, or Aaron uh, is the actors <laughs> or characters that probably did it. And I know this might be a little vague or weird, but in pop culture, you know, there are archetypes. There are certain actors whose uh, uh, faces, uh, frankly, they just have villain face or who tend to play characters who are guilty of something in some kind of capacity. So we are going to be drafting um, ideas or actual specific characters based off this idea. So uh, as a primer, there are some possible interpretations uh, that we may uh, run into during this draft. These are actors or character types who, when they show up in something, they just always make you think that they're villainous or guilty, okay? There's a actor or character type who, uh, when they show up in something, maybe they're not villainous, but they're up to something, up to no good, up to sneaky stuff, okay? Or lastly, uh, characters who, despite maybe not being traditionally depicted as having done something bad, upon further review, we would like to bring forth the idea that maybe they did do something bad. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the scope of uh, people or things or ideas we're going to be drafting. Do you guys have anything to add to that? Does that seem well, pretty comprehensive Well, I did prep correctly. I feel good about it. Oh, good. Yay. That's Wonderful. So fun. Wonderful. Okay. Well, um, we are going to do my favorite, honestly, my favorite portion of the whole episode every time we <laughs> sync draft, which is the drawing for I order. Wa- listen, I want to be first or second. Can we just... Do that now. No. Do you want to? You do you want to pick your potential slot first? I'll, I'll, I think that's fine. You can do that. Oh, oh. how do we do it? You yeah. got it. What do we do? Shape first, so you get to oh, go first. What What are the shape options? Did you uh, say I'm gonna them? do A B C D. Just classic oh, A B C D. Yeah. You don't have the cards with the shapes this time. No, I did. I, I thought you guys would ask for shapes, so I knew. So I, I did. I did letters this time. <laughs> okay, I I'm going first. I pick A. You pick A. Uh, a has gotten you the last. Draft pick. Gosh draft darn game. it! <laughs> okay. Some would call that hubris. I don't Listen, know. Listen, I always think he won't make A the last one because that's embarrassing, but then you do. <laughs> uh, okay, Aaron, you have the next pick. Uh, three. No, the letters. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can do C. I don't no. know if that's your. The can you imagine if you pick three, three and he was like, that's one? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go B. You're going to go B? You have the second pick overall. Dagnabbit. Okay, second pick overall. That feels uh, okay, sexist. Jason, you have the next pick. D. You have... Jason, you have the first pick. Congratulations. So what's Knox? So it's... Third. Uh, you're third. You're third. Hey, Jamie. Jason. No, wait. You're fourth. I'm third. No, that's not no. true. That's Aaron's not even fourth. true. <laughs> no, you're no, last. No, I was second. I, I'm fourth. She's second. Jamie, I'll trade you. For first, you can't yes. do that. Yes. That's Why? Why? Why would you Why do that? You have to get no. You can't just do a straight up trade. Why? There's a value, chart. There's a value chart. You have to get like and a player to be named later. I want fourth. Then like, I go. Then I get fourth and fifth pick. Okay. I okay. You, like you have to, to say like first. a fifteen dollars Starbucks gift card to be named Why later. Why am I gonna pay him? Yeah, because it's a better. It's a superior. Actually, I don't position. think you have to. Actually, I don't think you have to. If you both agree on the terms, then you should be able to switch. Yeah, we actually, agree that there is no hey, paid. Terms. Can the person who's not the commissioner of this draft stop talking and let the one who is the commissioner of the draft talk? Feels like I don't think that we have voted on the commissioner. To be fair, note for the audio, she is wearing her "I am the eldest boy" hat. So that's right. You said you're going to make someone make fun of someone who has a disease. I've just done a hostile takeover of this draft commission, and I'm the commissioner now. 
in this draft. Is no, that okay? I didn't. I asked if it was okay if I <laughs> used someone who has a certain disease as an example of a villainous person. Don't spoil it. Yeah, and we are just <laughs> wait, we're waiting. The edit the editing team is just waiting for that segment. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I I think I'm, so a, I go I'm okay first. with that trade as long as you promise me something like something is going to be exchanged, some kind of no. like a gift card or like a gumball or high five. Jamie's going to be sending me um, Amazon links that are affiliate links, so it benefits everybody. Oh yeah, I'm gonna send him. I'm gonna send him a link for a travel fan. Yeah, perfect. Okay, perfect. that's enough. That's good enough for me. That's good enough for me. So that means, uh, Jamie, you have first pick. Yay! Nobody was going to take this. I don't know why even I needed to be first. But okay, I'm going to go with the category of actors who show up in something and they always they always make you think they're going to be villainous. Okay. And that is the classic villain, Glenn Close. Here mm. you've got a blonde white boomer. It feels like it fits, right? Villain, but statistically, she actually holds some sort of like I did it crown, which is one third of the movies she's made. She plays a villain, really, and she's like a thousand years old, right? And so, uh, Fatal Attraction, Dangerous Liaisons, One Hundred and One Dalmatians, Mary Riley, even the TV show Damages. She was like very Mach- Machiavellian, you know. I would argue Hillbilly Elegy. She's also very oh uh, yes, Hillbilly villainous. Elegy. Yeah. She also grew up in a cult. Did y'all know that Glenn was grew up in a cult from when I was seven to when I was twenty two. I was in this group called MRA, which is it's a moral rearmament, rearmament, and it was basically a cult. It has Christian roots. It has four absolutes: absolute honesty, purity, unselfishness, and love. She got out of that cult because I think she couldn't handle those absolutes. Mm. Because again, she is a villain. She also feels like when you picture, like if you, if I were to tell you, hey, there's a TikTok series where a black man is fishing in his neighborhood lake, but people keep asking him if he lives there. If you picture that woman, doesn't she look like Glenn Co- Close? Wow. Yeah. Justice for Glenn Close. She didn't She didn't <laughs> ask to be born with that face. She just has that face. I know. Yeah. But again, one third of every, like one out of every three movies, she's like, I'm a B word. And I kind of like, it. so if I see her in anything, even when she was at the Oscars, remember when she twerked at the pandemic Oscars? I was like, I she's going to poop on someone. She's going to poop on <laughs> a person of color and I'm not going to like it. Wow. And, but she didn't. But I thought she would, you know, because of her villain face. Okay, uh, Jason, over under 75 years old for Glenn Close. Over. 76. Aaron? Under. 74. It's over. 76. 76 on the dot. That's a, that's pretty old. That's pretty old. That's, that's a pretty old, old person that, to look villainous. I feel like Helen Mirren is like 90. Okay, you want to mm. do this? Helen Mirren, yeah. dead or alive. Yeah, but the, Brit- but the British <laughs> alive. Are, the, the British are cured in like a, you know, like a, a sauce. Helen Mirren is 77 years old. Did you guys know Helen Mirren, she's in the hospital? Like, did you guys know she went to right the hospital? Right now is not. She Whoops, just narrated the Barbie movie I saw last well, night. Well, that I mean, was filmed a long time again, ago. Again, that was a year ago, but she has been admitted to the hospital. Like, For today. what? I don't know. I don't It's just Listen, I love Aaron being like, she just narrated the movie. That's how much Aaron, listen, if y'all are ever like, are y'all worried that Aaron's going to take your job? She <laughs> thought that Helen Mirren this weekend narrated She does Barbie it at every movie. single theater. She was Helen Mirren's not theater. in the hospital. Just she so is you not. Know. I don't see anything on the news I know. About I just that. wanted to slow Aaron's energy down and see, was she, was she like, oh no. Uh, or see, was now she like, I think you sped it up. Now you've added a hill, a hill to it. She's going to go downhill. Jamie, I will, I will, I will agree with you. Short hair, Glenn, close. Okay. Long hair, Glenn Close. Fatal attraction. Not as villainous. Not no. as villainous to me. That rabbit. No. I mean, I mean, according to the rabbit, yeah, definitely. What does she do? She's the rabbit. I've never well, seen it. Bald that mother. Like alive? Yes. Bald, oh. bald that mother. Bald, bald that mother. <laughs> I I personally really enjoy when she's she makes her cameo on Hook as just like the pirate in the in the treasure. Chest. Oh yeah, she's not really a villain in that. She's just she's a not. she's a well, she's a, she's a bad team pirate. 
That's I'm, true. Yeah, I mean, That's we true. could. It's implied that she's a bad person. Or is Peter, like Peter Pan really the villain? I think pirates, as in a, as a general rule, are all bad. I mean, what? you don't know that. That's a pretty broad brush. Maybe they're misunderstood. No, they're not misunderstood. Yeah. They are stealing things. They are killing well, they don't people. have a choice? Let's rebrand Robin Hood as a land pirate. <laughs> okay. I mean, I would say Jake oh, and the Neverland so suddenly Pirates. Robin Hood, cool. the animated fox, is not as sexy, is he? No, he's still... Just because you're a bad person doesn't mean you can't be sexy. Just because you're a fox doesn't mean you can't be sexy. Good to That's know. true. Unethical behavior and sexiness is not, they're not mutual excuses. Absolutely. Sometimes they're they're mutually inclusive, to be honest. Um, I like that, Jamie. I think that's a really good pick. First overall in the draft, that's what you wanted the first pick for? Is Glenn Close? Well, I wanted to go first with something classic. That was like the LeBron James of this draft for you? Number one? Glenn Close? Glenn Close, most decorated woman to never win an award. Some people are saying this is the Tom Brady pick. Like, you could have had her in the sixth round, probably, with Irina Shake. How dare you? Glenn Close is a first-round pick for me forever, until she dies in one and a half years. I got to be honest. I don't know who's second. I don't know who's second. It's me. It's Aaron. It's me. It's Aaron. Okay, Aaron, you have the second pick. Okay, I got a couple options here. I'm not sure which to go to first. I think I'm going to do... Okay. I'm not going to say my thing about the diseases. I don't think that is going to be a good thing. So I'm going to. We're not going to test Jason, it. keep this in. Keep this. Keep this. I'm going to massage in. it. So I'm okay. going to say it without saying it. She wants and to th- see. She just wants to see everybody else what they're doing. Like no, what they're up to. I'm just going to. So it's men with watery or light colored eyes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So okay. This is like men who have kind of butthole eyes. Well, those are two different things. Those are different things. No, 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 no. It's it's a combination. Oh, you're putting it under an umbrella. Right, it's an umbrella. So watery, mm. light colored butthole eyes. We're not drafting umbrellas. We're drafting very specific <laughs> things. Not you can't take all eye stuff. I don't appreciate. <laughs> you know what? I feel like you're kind of getting a little bit of a. Energy. Wow, no, I didn't think we did that early in the episode. Aaron, I'm gonna, like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna check your hand gesture that you're just making. I don't, I don't like no one, it. No. I don't like it. I don't like what you're bringing. I don't like the energy that you're bringing to this. No, I hey, will allow. She can have all weird. No, she eye can't. Stuff. Yeah, she, no, she yeah, can't. Yeah, men, can. men no, whose take, eyes, whose eye area looks like it's been soaked in formaldehyde. Okay? You can't take Pete Davidson and Killian Murphy. Those yes, I can. Two different eyes. I, no, I'm can't. not talking about. I'm not talking about Cillian Murphy. Okay, Killian. I'm gonna call him what I want to call him. <laughs> right, that's how, and that's what people. Love. I don't know <laughs> him. He's like Aaron. I've got your back, and then <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, listen, that's listen, well, actually, that's the story of my life, Jason. Okay, she's got my back, and then she's stabbing it. Okay, well, for a good time and a laugh. So, yeah, listen, I'm talking. This is a Steve Buscemi vibe. This is a Mad Mickelson vibe. A Rami Malik, a Pete Davidson. I think the Hadids actually get uh, in here. They do. There, there's like a, there's a. They look like they have rheumatism of the eye. Yeah, Yolanda Hadid, the Hadid mother, would always be like, make her eyes not look like that, like yeah. with a makeup artists, right? Yeah. So there's like a, there's like a, they look like they've got a disease uh, sure. of the eye, maybe okay. a pink eye or something. They just look like they're up to like something. a block. Just, just point of clarification: Are you talking about interior of the eye or around the eye? It's a little bit of both. It's not got, a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> when you're drafting, you can't say, "I would like to take all of the fast running backs, please." No. <laughs> they would. <laughs> no, no. I think I can because this is pretend. And so what I would like to do. Good point. Good point. 
this is Checkmate. just this is uh people who look like they have not slept in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they've got uh, there's just something going on in the eyes. Something up. Something up. In something the eyes. something up. And it's but it's really those particular type of people. Like a sty. Okay. Like if somebody has it's a not sty. a sty because that's it's temporary. Not. Yeah, it's not a sty. You mean something inherited? They've inherited. It's inherited. I want to say eye. people I got pink eye conditionally. Do they get to be on your team? Look at. Okay. There it is. Great. Okay. You pushed me too no. far. Okay. Yeah, you I was gonna. Me too far. I was just about to ask: Are we gonna just name the disease now that you've described every single part of <laughs> yeah. it, or are we just not gonna name it? You've WebMD'd the entirety of it, but no, no, no. Go. <laughs> you feel good about that? I don't, and I would like for you to edit that out. I'm. My name is Aaron Moon, and I fully support this edit. <laughs> you made me say it. I'm trying not to be offensive, but look. You look like you you look like you've done like a line of coke behind an alley, yeah. and you just look like you're up to something. I can't okay. help it. I feel like and I, and look that that's made Steve Buscemi rich, and I think he should be proud of that. Let me connect a couple of dots here. Y- you believe that they look you know very sleepy or weathered, mm-hmm. but then you also believe that they've done some coke in an alley. Is that correct? Because I've never I, done I was, coke. But my I was thinking the same thing, is, Jason. I wasn't gonna say anything. That was more of a nasal situation. Uh, but she also said Mad Mickelson instead of Mads, like it's Mad Max, but it's Mad Mickelson. <laughs> So I'm just gonna let it let her cook. It, let her cook. I don't it's, know. It's Killian. I feel like the S is silent for his name. I'm gonna oh, say okay. Cillian. That's a hot take. But not that in the last name, just the first name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. When it's in the word, that's the thing. Anyway, so you understand what I'm saying. Okay. I feel like I think the that's a great choice. I think that's a great choice. Kansas understands what Top I'm saying. Top notch. So first anybody round. with a weird eye th- sitch. Is Aaron's now again? Steve, mad again. You Rami. can fix a lot yeah. of that with just some concealer. But it's a great choice. That's a but great I choice. feel like they've they have built empires on they this have, for sure, and good for them. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm gonna pick. Um. I'm gonna go a little bit out of the out of the box a little bit. Maybe go more to the rule three that I laid out. Uh. And I'm gonna go Willy Wonka. I'm gonna pick Willy Wonka. Um, oh no. Because you know the whole con- you know we're getting obviously the the Willy Wonka movie with Timothy Chalamet. I know Jason I, and I specifically we had a lot of reservations about this. Uh, I Aaron, hate you, it. You said you don't need any more Wonkas ever. Like you're absolutely done with Wonkas. not. Disgusting. And he does seem too frail to be a chocolate maker. I think yeah. I, the issue I, th- I think I had and Jason will speak for you, but I feel like this was your issue as well. Just didn't seem like a good actor in this movie in this trailer. Um. So so that's some some issues I have. Uh, he with looks that. like he's making a movie for VBS. Yes. It, it feels like. The Honestly, it feels like so watching weird. myself in a movie where you need a lot of charisma, but you don't have a lot of charisma, <laughs> but you're trying as hard to act like you have charisma. Yeah. That's what it felt like. But he doesn't have I'm gonna the go Riz. It, 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 no Riz. No Riz in that. But I'm, I'm going to go Willy Wonka because when you look at the fundamentals, like this is probably someone who did it. And when I say it, I mean the murder of all those children, yeah. but also a lot of things we don't even know about. Because let's go back to the, the basics. Uh, who is Willy Wonka? He's a mysterious recluse who runs a candy company. Aaron, typically, who do candy companies appeal to? Like, who's the audience? Children. Interesting. PMS Uh, women. PMS women. Or PMS women. Uh, He wants to come up with a succession plan, so he needs to send out golden tickets randomly. Jason, Mm -hmm. would you like to tell me who receives those golden tickets? Who are the only winners of the golden tickets? Uh, Sleeping grandfather? Nope. Not sleeping grandfathers. Only children. Only children. Children. Why were there Uh, that many people in that bed, though? You all have talked Family about bed. that before. That's an Arkansas vibe. Man, I got, I got a vibe. lot. Listen, I'll tell you who's the real villain of that movie is that Grandpa Joe. He's Grandpa a, Joe. He's, Thank he's you. He's like, I can't Thank work. You. I can't help. We only eat soup. I'm good enough to go on a tour. No Willy, problem. Willie Wonka on the motorcycle, Grandpa Joe on the sidecar. They are and working you know, together. And you know there is some shady stuff going on in that bed. There is some Thank you. like Thank you. swinging. 
yep. some some foot. They're and all stuff. family members. Incest swinging. No, but like yep. I'm saying, like grandpa of the other couple is hooking up with. I don't know, maybe Grandpa Joe. Some, cro- maybe some cross grand grandparent some, things. There's some cross pollination. Is it going swinging on there. if it's incest? I think it's just incest. I don't think it counts as swinging. I mean, yeah, it's certainly not incest. Yeah, at all. Is incest the umbrella or swinging the umbrella? I think incest would have to loop in Charlie's parents or Charlie. Am That's I right? That's what I'm saying. Like they're they're not related by blood. Aaron, what you're saying is you're putting a lot going on under those sheets that we're not seeing. That frankly is not in the text or, or the movie. You know. That's what I'm saying. But, but does, also does not involve Willy Wonka. So, that does not. That's, that's right. not Willy Wonka's right. fault. You're right. He's not you're, right. Into this. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> point conceded. <laughs> and, and and to your to your point, Knox, he, I don't think he actually killed any of the children. Now, from a tax liability perspective, are they sure. on his property? Sure, yes, of they course. are. But, you, but I thought he to... has some ironclad insurance. Exactly. Oh, there's a waiver in that that's golden ticket, saying. guys. Yeah, there's a exactly. big waiver. Yeah. Now, so the the one kid who does win, um, what's the succession plan? Does he say, "Hey, Charlie, great job, love your morality." Um, I'd like you to go to the finest business school and get an MBA um, or maybe go to like a chemistry school if that's the thing and like learn about sugar and chocolate. No, he says, I want you to stay with me in my giant factory filled with millions of rooms that no one can see into. And I'm just going to teach you. Would anybody be okay with that? Would anybody, if that was your child, would you be like, great, sounds like a great plan. Yeah. This, no. this mysterious recluse. No, it, it's a horrible plan. My favorite part of this is you, the English major, calling a medical school a chemistry school. <laughs> chemistry you <don't> know. school? <laughs> do you know definitively? I don't think you do. So I just think, like, did Willy Wonka kill his kids? No. Are we sure that he didn't have something to do with it? I don't he think we the, He didn't kill those kids, but what about other kids? Where do we know what happened with Charlie? Do we see the end of that? Where did we get I, all that chocolate from? Like have you seen the meme of Charlie's teeth? No, I have Y'all got to look up that meme. Of Char- it, I hope Indy puts it in the show notes. She will. She's faithful. That meme of Charlie's teeth will haunt you. Indy, you don't have to. You don't have to be bullied into putting that. And I just want to say for the listener, the, the <laughs> amount of hand gestures Aaron's given off in all of this conversation is unparalleled. Frankly, unprecedented. I it can't really believe. Is. I didn't think you could see me. I can, I can, I've got it widened out now. I, oh, dang. <laughs> does that change how you're going to act now that it I can does, see you? It does a little bit. I didn't know anybody <laughs> could see me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? I didn't think anybody could ever see me. Did, ever? Did like, it, I can see you right now because you're behind you me. can. My God. <laughs> okay, uh, Jason, with the fourth pick that you traded for a link to an Amazon product that you're not going <laughs> to buy it's for a great something to take to Italy. And you will put it in the Go show ahead. notes, you guys. I probably am going to buy, and I hope that it's sent as an affiliate link so that we all benefit from this, you know? That's so, right. all right, with my first pick in the end of round one, I'm going to take Ryan Reynolds. Oh, <gasps> yes. Famously yes! mediocre, Ryan Reynolds. Excuse me? According to Jamie. According to Jamie. I right. love him. Not according to me. I want to make that very clear. Oh. I love him so, so much. But there has to be <laughs> a deal with the devil going on in this man's life because all of a sudden, Everything he touches turns to gold, where mm. we had to deal with like six underground. We had to deal with all these terrible movies that he was in. The first Deadpool, not the first Deadpool, but when he was Deadpool in the Wolverine movies. And now everything he touches is just incredible. I don't know what his next movie coming out is. It's probably going to, I mean, Deadpool 3 is just shut down production. But he now, and Knox, you're going to love this because I know you're a big fan. He now bought into F1. Okay. So not only does he have a soccer team. Yeah. And that's why I was talking about maybe soccer is kind of better because Ryan likes it. And if Ryan likes it, I like it. You know what I mean? But now he's <laughs> sure. on the Alpine team in F1. But everything this guy touches I'm in sorry. business. Yes. His, yeah, it's, an, it's called Alpine? Mm-hmm. That's correct. It's French. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's called Alpine. Yep. yep. It really hit the really hit the emphasis on the second Listen, syllable. I'll say this. I just looked up his IMDb. He has 10 projects upcoming. 
Yeah. Including that god-awful Red Notice 2. Knox made that happen. I'm so angry about that. You're welcome. But he's also going to be Detective Pikachu in Pokemon Detective Pikachu. (laughs) He's also got a movie, something called uh, Father Maka, which I just love. I'm all in. I don't know what it is, but I'm all in I do actually like that, yeah. And Clue. He's in the remake of Clue. Oh my gosh, he's going to be incredible in that. Did you see the first Pokemon Detective Pikachu? No, was he that Detective Pikachu yes, too? He was, yes. Okay. That, well, and he's it was, gonna re. It, it was very successful. Is another one of those things that, like, okay, this is gonna be weird. He's the voice of Pikachu. Yeah, and it was absolutely incredible. It was so much fun. If you're into Pokemon, or your kids are, which my kids are, so I I never did Pokemon growing up, but that movie was incredible. But everything he touches, I swear, there's some kind of deal made here. Uh, with maximum effort and all that stuff that he has going on, that that he made a deal with the devil at some point, and, and I just am I'm very dubious of his situation so right it's, now. He's suspicious. He falls into the suspicious category. Absolutely, it's a good point because you go from a lot of um, uh, hitman's bodyguards and bodyguard hitman wives, and now all of a sudden everything's great. Like welcome to Wrexham, Deadpool is making a billion dollars with Jen and like a, a, a phone company. I don't know what, it feels like something turned. So I like the suspicion here. I think that's really good, Jason. Yeah, that's a good call. So the weather's getting warmer and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. But y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like, They have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate r 2 Dusty in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars themed collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead, because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. 
This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Olive and June. As a longtime user of Olive and June and as the chairman and co-founder of the We Don't Wear Open Toe Shoes If Our Feet Are Not Presentable Club, I don't think we talk enough about their petty system. Listen to me. Now, the weather is getting warmer. I know you're going to be tempted to go out without just like even acknowledging your winter feet maybe need to just have a little buff. You know what I mean? And I'm going to need you to stop right now and order a petty system immediately. Like their Manny system, Olive and Jean's petty system comes with everything you need to get those feet ready and presentable without the hassle of going to a salon, including the Posey, which is this brilliant footstool that opens up and you can use it to store everything in. It also comes with a smoothing foot file and hydrating foot serum, which are both mandatory if you ever plan to be around me with your toes on display. I just love how generous they are. And they just sent us the quick dry spring collection and the Kalazog Gorgina. They truly have the best shades, whether you like bright colors, pastels, or neutrals. The Kitten Quick Dry is my go-to neutral shade, but if I'm in the mood for something fun, I've been reaching for Flamingo, which is this bright coral pink shade that is just perfect for spring. Just like their regular polishes, the Quick Dry are super long-lasting, and the best part is they dry in just about a minute. I'm as obsessed with the Quick Dry for doing my pedicures as I am with the tab press-ons for my manis because they are so quick and easy and give the best results every single time. Visit oliveandjean.com slash podcast for 20% off your first system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash P-O-P-C-A-S-T for 20% off your first system. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcastpod. My next pick, I'm going to be taking Uncle Joey from Full House. <gasps> oh, I can't believe it. You son of a That's on my Alanis. list right now. Oh, no, it is not. Justice for Alana. Best friends. Well, just, just to be clear, I traded down. So the fact that you didn't take him is not my problem. You had a pick ahead of me. Um, you didn't take You're not him. wrong. You're not wrong. I blame Jamie for this. I blame Jamie for this. <laughs> I don't know why he's on your list. So I'm actually very interested about that. But for me, it's so evident that he's running a fight club in yep. the basement. Because <laughs> we only see the basement like in three or four episodes. And that back door is super close to the entrance of the basement. There's something mm-hmm. sketchy going on down there that we need we need more information on. Because you'll notice like not very many people go down there. And when we do, we only get scenes very, you know, how big is the basement? Is it a full house basement? Because yeah. If, if you're in one of those row homes, it's probably the entire footprint of the first floor, which is that big room, and then the kitchen. Yep. But mm-hmm. we only see a portion of it. And so I think that there's something sketchy going on down first there. First of all, basement. I love the take of full house. Doesn't seem like a full house. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? You're not wrong. It feels very spaced out. It's not very full. It's kind of luxurious when you think about it. So I'm sorry. Continue, please. No, no. That's, that's, that's what I had. What was, was going to be your take on Uncle Joey? Well, you know, famously in, not famously, actually very infamously, uh, I wrote about this in All Things Are Considered, um, about how he's probably the the parent of all the girls 
because their Sandy Blonde, uh, Bob Saget and his uh, late wife in the show, they're very not blonde. So it's weird genetically. And when he tries to move out, all the girls want to go live with their dad, Uncle Joey. That's exactly right. And also, like, why is he there? Because Uncle Jesse's there, and he's family to take care of the situation after his sister passes away. Uncle Joey has no reason to be there. He's just the guy there. That's kind of weird. Uh, the Alanis Morissette song, which is kind of weird. It's just kind of a strange thing. Um, and that's more Dave Coulier territory. And she was super young when she, when they dated. Like, I, maybe I not I don't know that, legal. but that also feels weird, too. I will, yeah. I will agree with that. Uh, he tried to – he did, like, a America's Funniest People – where he tried to like cuck Bob Sackett and be like, I'm going to do my own funny videos with his people, not videos. I didn't like that. That's not cool. Mm-mm. And he just announced, I guess today or like at the end of the last week that he's doing a full house rewatch podcast. And you know, my feelings on that. No. <laughs> that means yeah, I he's hate that. with Kimmy Gibbler and I think Stephanie, they're doing their own rewatch. There's two full house rewatches coming. For the record, Alanis Morissette was 18 and Dave Coulier was 33. Oh, oh that's not good. No. That's, not that's not great. Good. You guys. That is not great. But she made a lot of money off of that, so good for her. Oh, okay, Jason. Two great picks. Two really great picks. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm I'm really I'm really happy with those for you. I'm man. I'm I'm, I'm my, my board scrambled. I'm gonna be honest with you. My board is scrambled. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> this feels like a reach, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna do Sydney uh, Neff Campbell from Scream. Um, it <gasps> yes! just now she's always she's the protagonist. She is the lead of the series. Um, I think in uh, there's six total movies. She's been in five. She wasn't in the sixth one. Um, uh, but I just, I, I always like to go back. Same thing to, to Willy Wonka. If this happened in real life, if we were reading uh, uh, an article about this or listening to a podcast about this. And I said, hey, there's this person who has been at the center of this plot to kill her with someone who wears a mask. So we don't know their identity. Um, and 46 people total have died around trying to kill her. But she's actually never died. Wouldn't you think that's kind of weird? And multiple people actually don that mask, right? It's not just right. one person plotting. Oh, yeah. Allegedly. Well, one, of, Allegedly. one of the Allegedly. scream murders is her own brother that her mother abandoned as a baby. That's right. That's yeah. right. So it's just, uh, and then the sixth one, she doesn't show up, but like more people than ever die. Um, and I think that's clearly like she's trying to distance herself. So I just think, I don't know what's going on with Sydney, but it feels like she is someone who definitely either did it or has something to do with it, you know, awesome. because I can't, I can't believe th- th- it would happen that many times and she wouldn't have some kind of involvement with, it. I'm not trying to victim blame, but I'm just like, my hands are <laughs> up a little bit. Uh, this, so now it's air, Aaron, Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Okay. I'm going suspicious and dubious haircuts on people. Okay. Oh, I I look forward to hearing what these are. (laughs) Okay. So Jareth, the Goblin King. Right. Suspect. Uh, Yes. Annie Wilkes from Misery. Suspect. Yes. Cersei Lannister gets a bad haircut. Short gets a bad. Right. Right? Yeah. Uh, Cruella DeVille. Suspect. The color job is not quality. Not quality. Uh, Javier Bardem. No Country for Old Men. Javier Bardem, Skyfall. Okay. Also not great. So I think when you have a bad haircut or a suspicious haircut, I'm just like my antenna goes up a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is already a sign that you can't be trusted. It's a sign that you cannot be trusted. You don't make good decisions in the chair. Mm. You don't make good decisions in life. What about a shorty bang? Uh, Listen, we know people with the shorty bang, so I'm not here to shorty bang shame. 
Okay. No, but are you like, hey, you're a good person, but I was suspicious because of your shorty bag. I just, maybe I'm just like, you, maybe I need to see more examples of your decision making. That's right. That's right. You I know? just need a little more I evidence. Mean, I just need more context. Aaron, I got to give you a big compliment because you fumbled the eye situation, Yeah, but you landed the hair yeah. situation. First of all, this I my do not take. think I fumbled the eye situation. Yeah, you definitely you did. did. You and wanted, that's okay. You wanted all you weird. You wanted all weird eyes, and we couldn't go there with you. But somehow, yeah. you just took every weird haircut on male yeah. or female or they across the board in all Thank of pop for, culture, and all yeah. of us were just shaking our heads yes at you. So kudos to I'm you. Awe. What a rebound! Because to be fair, the the eye thing was a genetic issue, and so you can't make it's hard to <laughs> no. To really it's just go hard. Tri- no. I I still stand by my eyes. I just don't like the fact she was like, if there's anyone I don't like their eyes, they're mine. I have to know. And it just felt well, like a lot. It, it was that, but then... That's not well, my fault that I was elite but, status but, but on the draft. it is weird. She did the same thing for hair, but you were like, okay. Right. No, it's, just, it's good because it, like, it tracks. Cause, like She gets Dwight Schrute. She gets Napoleon Dynamite. She gets all these bad haircut oh, people. Yeah, and it's just yeah smart, but she just double player. drafted Glenn Close, and we all just said yes to it as Cruella DeVille. No, Whoa. Glenn Close belongs to me. Too bad. No, she's talking about Cruella DeVille. <laughs> she's, she's talking about Emma Stone. She's talking about Emma Stone. And the animated one. I get her, too. You can have her, but not Glenn Close. <laughs> nope, I get yep. Glenn Close, too. No, you can't have her. Too bad. I already took her. That's how a draft works. You made a hat of once, but I got her all the time. <laughs> Phil Spector. Remember Phil Spector? That's crazy. Uh, oh, I got him, too. God, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. She's got a for eyes and for hair. Emotions. I've got a pedophile and a probable murderer. That's just two people. Aaron's got an army. I got eyes and hair. Hair. I know she's coming for lips next. Yeah, guess hair. what? You got a weird butt. <laughs> You're mine next. There's a clear trend in Aaron's face. She's Aaron, going for Aaron was like literally what ears next. Listen, when Aaron sat down to her whiteboard, she was like literally like, "Well, I don't know any movies with actor names, so what else could I do?" Aaron would grimace count working. in this. Kill it. She's killing it. What? Would grimace count in this because he doesn't have hair? Like the absence Ooh. of hair feels like a. Wait, like is a, grimace, grimace has like, all grimace the hair? Is not a villain. He's not villainous. No, but, but some is, of the people when, you met, Napoleon Dynamite is not a villain. Oh, but he, he's suspicious. Oh, one hundred percent. He's not the villain. Yes, I think Tina, is. the the what is it? It's not the a llama. Yak. The llama Side would llama. argue that he probably Alpacas. is. Uh, exactly. uh, Uncle Rico yeah. would probably argue that he is. No, I think uh, grimaces when he said he had this cool milkshake at McDonald's and my youngest daughter wanted to get that milkshake and I drove around to all the McDonald's and they never had that milkshake. So he is a bit of a villain to me. It's actually mm-hmm. not very good. I will say that. Yeah, it's very blueberry just, in nature. Yeah, it's not good. <sighs> just she wanted to know. Marketing. She wanted to experience marketing. it for herself. It's marketing. Yeah. Um, Jamie, now you have <gasps> two picks. Back to back. I get two. Okay, I'm going to pick two very good ones. So the first one, of course, we can all agree is Tom Hanks. So... Mm. Picture right now in your mind palace, picture any pastor who has embezzled money or sexually harassed a children's ministry secretary. What does he look like? Yes, Tom Hanks. Now, never forget that You're Tom not Hanks. Wrong. Right? Thank you. Never forget that Tom Hanks cheated on his first wife and the stay-at-home mom to his two young children with Rita Wilson. Okay? Don't forget that. And then what did he have with Rita Wilson? Chet. Chet, who feels like the child of a villain, right? 100%. And then he thinks, he told us recently that he thinks nepotism in Hollywood isn't a thing. That actually it just matters if you're talented, not what your name is. Mm. Oh, is that is that how Colin Hanks has gotten so many chances, despite how many times he's failed at acting? Um, he also ruined a perfectly good book called The Circle. Uh, Joe Fox is a misogynist who ruins Kathleen Kelly's family legacy because he knows she likes daisies. 
Okay, have higher standards, ladies. And it's, you might be like, well, but he's great. He's got so many great films. Does he? Have you seen Ithaca or Bonfire, The Vanities, or all the Da Vinci films? Did you see what he did to Geppetto last year in Pinocchio? What about Larry Crown, The Lady Killers, The Burbs, Dragnet, Elvis, The Man with One Red Shoe? Any of those? He's not good in any of them. I have a hot take. Yeah. I like the Da Vinci Code movies. Holy moly. I like them. <sighs> well, you know why you can't have them? Because of his hair. You've lost him. Like you can't. Oh, Aaron, what what yeah. is it about the Da Vinci Code? Uh, I like. Have, well, first um, first question: Have you seen them? I have. Okay. Okay. All three. All three. <clears throat> all of them. And I think <laughs> all of when, them that I've seen. When, listen, I know when she clears her throat, it means she. If I had said all, right. all four, she would have said all four. Okay, I have seen two of them, and I think <laughs> I just think it's fun to take a little romp through. Fun cathedrals and no, I think that's fun too. And the book was amazing. Yeah, but their portrayal was not. Yeah. Audrey, Tata. I don't need no, it to be good. Not. Aaron, I just need. Aaron, to you're fun. gonna love National Treasure. Then you're gonna be. A oh, huge I'm a fan. National Treasure head, dog. <laughs> I love that. Okay, and I will say about Tom Hanks. You know who uses typewriters? Poets and murderers. Uh, do you really want to roll the dice on that? No, you do not. That seems suspicious. It's I don't lose, like lose situation. Yeah, you know? Tom Hanks is a situation. Okay, my next pick. Oh, I get to go twice. And this is my favorite pick of all time. I should have done it first draft, but I knew none of you would pick it because it is Olivia Pope from Scandal. Wow. Mm. Listen, and to be fair, she girl bossed me all the way to the sun. I loved her so much. I decided to quit my full-time day job while watching an episode of season two of Scandal, which is arguably the best season of Scandal. 100%. She was the one. She was the one. She and the Lord. Now, I will forgive her for the affair with the president because it's Tony. Fitzy is a sexy man. When he showed up in Oppenheimer, I was like, Fitzy's here. I loved it. It was such a fun surprise. Yo, when Fitz rolls up and I'm like, "What, what, what are you doing here? My man. I'm like, like how you doing? And they were hot together. Plus, Melly was a situation and she was having her own affair. So I'll let that go. But there is a laundry list of why it's very likely if Olivia Pope shows up in your life, you're about to die because she rigged <laughs> the election for her boyfriend. She treated Noel from Felicity like a stray dog. Uh, remember when she beat that guy to death with a metal chair, despite yeah. the fact that he was evil, but he was in a wheelchair because he was paralyzed from the waist down. Uh, she also didn't try to save her number two, Quinn, when she, when Quinn was kidnapped by Olivia's own father. Uh, she blew up the plane with that president of a fictional country and his daughter on it, but it was a commercial flight. So it also had 200 other innocent people on it. She tried to poison that first uh, that new first lady. And uh, I will give her credit for popularizing girl dinner, but... Popcorn and wine is not a solid food pyramid, even for a treasonous murderer like Olivia. Mm. Olivia, Did you see Popeye's girl dinner that they came out with? <gasps> what? It's just like two biscuits and fries. I was like, I'm going to get it tonight. I'm going to get it tonight. Girl dinner. <laughs> I want it. I love girl dinner. So uh, Olivia Pope, she's, I mean, she's probably done it. Like, and literally, like if she walks by you, she probably just left a murder. Like truly. I, I will, I will co-sign this because uh, the fact that she tolerated Puck was it Puck? Was yes. that his name? Puck, he just yes. his, like he just looked menacing, but he breathed like he's like a big nose breather. He was just like <laughs> <laughs> like that was his like menacing aspect. I just didn't like that. Just like as a, as no, a that's a fair. Thing. It's a fair yeah. concern. Her her entourage wasn't great. Like to be it honest, was not great. No, uh, Jason, did you ever spend any time with Scandal? Did you get I into did that? not. And based on the <gasps> list of things that that Jamie just said, what? killed a man with a metal chair, like a metal folding yeah. chair, like in a WWE match or what? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't no, a match, like, but it was like a, straight up. In, in a room he was sitting in, and he was in the wheelchair, and she just went to town on him with a metal chair till he died. Yeah, he if you like monologues and like he was, oh, he was evil, but also there's another way to kill him 
he's in a wheelchair. Like you could just poison him or killed another person with poison. So that's why I'm saying she has other options. They don't all have to be the same. Should we think Jeff ways to kill somebody? Like, uh, just like, I'll I'll dog ear that. Aaron was very, very quick on the yes on that. I think that (laughs) could be fun. Like, that could be fun. Okay, Aaron. Back to Aaron. I'm going to go Christoph Waltz. Oh, that's a good one. He's on my list. Good one. Okay. He just looks like someone who is looking for an excuse to make a human centipede in his basement. But like, I kind of like him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, like. Those are weird back-to-back sentences. I get it. I get it. He just, first of all, where did he come from? Right? He comes on the scene. He's like 50 years old out of nowhere. And he's like. I'm from Austria. I'm from Austria. What have I been doing yeah. my whole life? I don't even know. Okay. And he like Aaron, now do your Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. To be fair, you just sounded like a vampire from what we do in the show. Yeah. You did um, a job. Thank you. Um, but it's just like he didn't even he was like a baby opera singer when he was a child. Oh. And which also seems suspicious. Right. Like What's that about? That sounds weird. And then, and then he's like, "Also, my mom died when I was young." That we just said. Are you suspecting oh, him of that? Wait, are you saying that people who lost their moms as children it out are there. villains? I'm just, I'm stating facts. Got it. And you have to come to. But what about all the Disney princesses? All their moms died young. Oh, Again, I'm just okay. stating Ooh, facts, go. and you gotta, you gotta come up with your own <laughs> conclusions. Aaron's so like, baby. Like, where was Bambi? Where was Do Bambi? We know where Bambi was. <laughs> where was Nev Campbell? Dumbo, where was Dumbo. where was Bambi? But my point is, he's like in Austria. I'm a baby opera singer, and I will do this <laughs> opera. And then it's sounding more French to me. To my I know, ear. I understand. Yeah. I understand. You you just have to go with me, okay? I'm not. I'm not trained in Austria. You literally have a degree in theater. Not an Austrian <laughs> accent. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm sure you took the accent more. Okay. I did, but like, you know, it's been a minute I and I didn't prep. So, uh, but what, but what I'm saying is he just shows up all of a sudden and then he's doing like Quentin Tarantino, like dark stuff. Can I just and push back just a little bit? He keeps doing dark um, stuff. Django when you say, when you say he shows up all of a sudden, he has 90 acting credits, just not in America before uh, in Glorious Bastards. What are you doing? Nobody's watching Ein Marcus East Irby. Nobody's watching that. That's fine. And they're watching it over there, but what is that over there? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. America's the only cinema that matters. No, it's not not that. It's just like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what you're doing over there. So it's just like, all of a sudden, (laughs) now we're Quentin Tarantinoing and we're, you know, we're killing a lot of people. It's just very dark. I I don't know. He does have a vibe, although he is a good guy in Django Unchained. Uh, that, yeah, that feels true. like to, yeah. to throw me off. Oh, that's and fair. I didn't that's see fair. that one. You, didn't, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I don't know about that. Yeah, I really only seen him. In one. I was going to say, what have you seen him? Well, in? I've only seen him in uh, Inglorious Bastards, and then okay. um, and then uh, one other one that I don't remember. Alita Battle Angel. It's probably Alita uh, Battle Angel. It no, it wasn't that. <laughs> it was the Big Eyes. Uh, Big Eyes. Horrible Bosses too. The Spectre. Legend of Tarzan. Inspector. Oh wow, the Legend of Tarzan. What happened yeah. to Legend of Tarzan? By the way, I don't recall <laughs> if I'm being honest. But he, you know, he looks like uh, he looks like one of those I like guys. That she didn't that even try. It's the Legend have... of Tarzan. I can make a guess. Uh, he looks like one of those guys that doesn't have uh, the color in his eyes. He just okay. has a pupil. So you've I already mean, drafted him, though. What? Technically, you're redrafting Aaron. An no, iris. He no doesn't. Iris. No, he does not have a roomy eye. 
He doesn't have a an uh, an eye with a, a roomy, watery discharge. Well, that's he the doesn't Margot have bubble eyes. Tar- he has the, the eyes of someone Robbie who could be Tarzan. a bubble. Yeah, is it? Yeah, I didn't see that. Oh, I knew I could. <laughs> Muppets uh, Most Wanted. He's in Muppets Most Wanted. Ask Christoph Waltz. He's in Muppets Most. He plays himself. He's a cameo. Yeah. I don't think I saw that. Mm. I don't remember what. That's a good choice, though. He, if you see him, you're like, uh oh, where's the milk? Yeah, he, where, here it comes. The yeah. milk. Yeah. The milk. And Glorious Bastards. Did you dog? see Inglorious Bastards? <laughs> Good lord. It's the only <laughs> The milk. It's the only thing that matters in that scene. Yeah. That's why. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a good pick. It was on my list. It was on my anyway, list. Anyway, I, I think I did it justice. You did it. You nailed it. <laughs> you you know, I think you just landed both planes on Thank both you. your picks. You uh, lots, uh, yes. in, in different ways. In different ways. You know, a crash landing it's, is a landing, I would exactly, say. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm gonna pick striking foreign actresses as they probably did it okay so any anyone that you've seen like a like a marion cotillard you see a marion cotillard yeah you think i'm a little skeptical about this person uh you see a charlie Theron, oh. um or jamie calls her a charlie Theron, uh jody comer <laughs> uh rachel vice selma hayek yes uh uh oh, yeah. helena bonham carter tilda swinton yes. um all of these women you think you're very attractive and you're probably also going to kill me yeah, and you're going to, okay yeah, no, that's perfect choice. Yeah. I thought you were saying a man that would strike a foreign actor. I did actually think you <laughs> okay. would say someone who would hit. I did also think who you okay. would hit. And I was, like, I was like, that is true. Domestic yeah. abuse is cool. Um, and a they man, no, did. not okay. that it was cool, but okay. a man that would hit would a you, foreign Would actress. you include <laughs> Nicole Kidman in this? No, I don't think I would. I don't because I, I she think of her as too, you, she's Nashville. lived in Tennessee too long. She's yeah. too American now. Yeah, she, I, I, mean, I, think, I think she's she's from like an AMC theaters now. That's her place of residence. Oh, that's point. fair. <laughs> what about a Penelope Cruz? I haven't seen her in enough. So, you know, it's a, it's a membership and you got to you got to uh, reapply and I just want to see her in some stuff, you know. Does she does she guy. get roped in with Javier? Um, to, Oh, with his to, weird hair? Uh-huh. Oh, just Penelope Cruz have weird hair? What's your question? No, I'm Aaron? just saying Honestly, like, I don't know your question. No, well, they're married. <laughs> they're married. They're married. Javier so and Penelope are married. She's like, are they both drafted out? Oh, like, is it like a, like a reverse? You can't testify against me, but you all, you do like get that's drafted. That's right. Yeah, they me. become one. Knox, yep, have you ever been one. to a wedding? I, I, we're li- and the funny part of this, the funny part of anniversary. It, we're recording on his anniversary. I know. Yeah. You and exactly actually right. are one according to the law and God. You're right. And I should have made that connection. I don't, I don't know that Penelope they're Cruz. one according to the law. I mean, yeah. Like she could I don't go think to jail the law says it's one person. Yeah. Taxes. <laughs> You're still a couple. <laughs> <laughs> file. God, how are Ben and Aaron's taxes going? Oh, I think you can file separately. We uh, have two CPAs. Uh, is, is Ben? Is Ben? You have two CPAs. That's not good. Yeah, it's Why complicated. Do you have two CPAs? Don't ask about it, guys. <laughs> Please, no, because people on the internet will be like, "I can help you." You sound like you're really having a problem. They, they will, you, and Jason, please keep like... this in so she will yeah, inundated. You do sound like I don't. I don't want one. your help. No, you need we one. need two. You don't understand. It's you're very right. complicated. You're right. Well, we definitely. Don't... Don't... Don't definitely don't DM her if you have weird eyes or a weird haircut. Yeah. <laughs> She's not interested. I, you're in my you're on my list. You're on my team though. You'd be my CPA, but you got those milky eyes. I'm sorry, <laughs> I cannot use you. <laughs> you have a watery discharge. Aaron, what are your eyes. CPAs telling you that filed jointly? Do they know about each other? Do they yeah, know? Do they know about each one? other? They're trying to meet up, but one doesn't. Are you use paying email. double taxes? No, you, I'm wait, not paying. You're double using taxes. a CPA that doesn't use email. Well, he uses email, but he won't. He won't use it. To like talk to the other one, he wants yeah. to meet the other one in person, yeah. like at a Starbucks yeah. breakfast meeting. No. Yeah, power move, power what? move, dog. I love his name it. is. Good. 
You have Don't, to delete that. Can we bleep the name? <laughs> Let's bleep it. You have hired a person with that last That's name? That's Ben's guy. Ben. Okay. Who's yours? Who's your person? Her name is What's her okay. last name? But you have to bleep that. No, we'll bleep it. But like, yeah. I'm going to say you have the better named CPA than yeah. Ben does. No, I know. Yeah. She knows that too. She's good. Good stuff. That's She's good keeping, stuff. Yeah. That is good. Anyway. Uh, Jason, back to you for your last two. <laughs> Do I have to follow that up? All right. I'm going to pick my CPA and my wife's CPA. <laughs> I, I mean, impromptu pick anyone who has multiple CPAs probably. probably that's yes, that's dubious. <laughs> We're going to address this at a different time, Aaron. No, I don't want to talk about it. All right. My next pick is going to be Schmidt from New Girl. I think he's the reason <gasps> that... No. He wears yeah. card, he wears cardigans way too well. It yeah. is it's sketchy. He and I think that he's the structure. reason that Nick and Jess broke up and I'm still I was always always a Schmidt guy until they figured out Nick and then I was absolutely a Nick guy. Yeah. But I think that Schmidt is to blame for breaking up Nick and Jess. Remember when he dated two girls at the same time and it, Nick didn't like yes. it? Nick was the yes. good guy and Schmidt was the yeah. bad guy. So and, but, and, but and again, don't you think Jess is actually the worst? Of no. All of them. What's wrong with Jess? She's just no. trying to make her way, teach the kids, She's make a difference those in the world. She's got big creepy eyes. Aaron would definitely not have wow. not think fondly of her. Uh, no, I think her eyes are okay. The no, eye slander in this episode is unparalleled. Aaron, Aaron already drafted her. Uh, Winston's. The no, word. she doesn't have a watery discharge. She doesn't have a roomy eye. She has a roomy eye. No, she, she has doesn't. a roomy eye. Oh yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen New Girl? She does not. Yeah, I have. Actually. I think she's got I've quirky seen eyes. A and lot that's established. of New Girl. <laughs> She does not have a Who's rheumat- your favorite character on New Girl? Uh, I like Winston. No, he's yeah. the worst. What does he do? He likes cats and gets in everybody's business and in no, everybody's I like, way. No, I, like I like his prank uh, philosophy. That's funny. Which is what? When he he goes either too big or too small. <laughs> yeah, that is a good, that oh, is that's a good, good That's a good call. That's a really good call. <laughs> that's such a funny joke. That's good. Wait, I know when it turned for Jason on on Schmidt, Schmidt versus uh, Nick. It's when Nick started meeting up with the elderly Asian gentleman yes. who never yes. actually interacted with him or spoke to him. But Nick just got a lot of the exchange. They interacted. I, I he like, held him. They had a yeah. lot of nice conversations. There was one a lot side of conversations. Yes, a lot eyes. of I. I do. I do. To be fair, I do love the Schmidt meme of a white man. No, <laughs> yes. I do love that. That would. So I mean, you, there, and there's others too that are fantastic. But I, I, I just. That's kept, fair. He kept being the lovable loser, or like the lovable kept screwing stuff up person. And I think yeah. there might have been more going on. Like if that's what's on the surface, there's some there's something more below. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's like an Nick, iceberg. Nick Let me explain always... icebergs to you real quick. Okay. Okay. So above the <laughs> surface, <laughs> right? <laughs> CC's above the surface and then everything else in New Girls is below. Yeah, that makes sense. Every spring, I'm reminded that there's nothing like a fresh start in spring cleaning. This year, we're taking things one step further with our spring refresh at the McCoy House. Sure, it's been a lot of work to get here, but we're all so excited to settle into our new space. If you've ever moved before, you know there's nothing like the first night in a new room and the difference that soft, breathable, all-new bedding can make. Bowl and Branches signature sheets are the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep and are designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They're made with the finest 100% organic cotton and feel incredible on night one yet they still get softer with every single wash bowl and branch very kindly sent us a code to try out their sheets and i and by i i mean my wife ashley picked the signature hemmed sheet set and cream we both were so impressed that the quality and softness were so good and so nice they were super breathable which i'm also thankful for with summer just around the corner sleep better with the softest most breathable bedding from bowl and branch go to bowl and podcast for 15 percent off your first sheet 
set plus free shipping. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash podcast for 15% off. Exclusion supply. See site for details. All right. My next pick is Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to hear the specific I don't hate characteristic. It. I, I want to hear the specific characteristic. I think that he's in my up. hair pick. What? Ooh, Kevin no, that's just a comb no. over. You don't get comb yeah, you can't. You don't get all com- You don't get all hair. I think I get a comb over. No, no. I think your, your draft philosophy is very fascist. <laughs> my is draft it? philosophy is open and encompassing. And that's the brilliance of it. So why like did your you CPA pick? policy? Just exactly. like anybody got notes on my, on my monies? Anybody <laughs> want to get in here? Come on. I'm not actually picking Kevin Spacey. I think that oh. uh, he's a I real like life it. bad guy. Um, no, okay. he is. Well, I'm he probably pick... did it too in real life. You know, I think it applies. Yeah, I'm going to pick Timothy Oliphant. Ooh. Here... <gasps> okay. Here's a, okay. Here's a gentleman <sighs> that I, I think is extremely like. attractive. So attractive. I don't know what his deal is or why he can't get other good work or. What's going on with him? But I think that there's a situation here. Do you remember, like, gosh, what's the movie? You, oh, no, in um, Mindy Project, he, he, like, rides a skateboard. That's weird. Yes, but it's cute. It's, it's like a one-time gig. I think he's the type of person that's probably a bank robber in real life. Like, you don't see no. it coming when he walks in the bank. He's probably, I would say, in, so in you're, real you're life. you're talking like, a, like Bodhi from uh, um, uh, the Point Break? He's got like a Bodie energy, like Patrick Swayze. Oh, absolutely. You know like he that. does. Extreme I like sports. I bet he's I bet he's had to wear an ankle bracelet before. Are we allowed to talk about real life people on here? It's fine. Allegedly, we are. allegedly, yes, 100%. allegedly. Yeah. I don't know about that. Raylan Givens like is always just doing the right thing, right? Or right yes, thing of course adjacent. Yes. But I think that that's a cover up for Timothy Oliphant. And I just I don't know what's going on. Why do we wait? Timothy did Oliphant? you draft Timothy Chalamet or Timothy Oliphant? What Oliphant. did I say? No, you said Oliphant from the beginning. Yeah. I thought, whoa, I thought you were talking about Timothy Chalamet the whole time. <laughs> no, because oh I, and I literally, and I literally, do thought, I get both of them? Not, why, well, no, I was thinking, why is Knox reacting so calmly about this? He loves Timothy all Yeah, I've never so heard of him. I really don't like this. Um, I actually hate this now that I'm processing it. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, you're right. I, I was, it was obviously a pick to rile up Knox, and he was just sitting yeah. there like, yeah, all right, good take, really man. I was really disappointed. Quality take. I felt like right. I had quality take. Well, and I felt like I had to dial it up and be angrier because he seemed like so laid back about I it. I want to go listen back to the tape because I'm 100% sure you said Chalamet. Like, uh, that's no. And although, I'm going to be honest, I don't like that you were so laissez-faire about Timothee Chalamet. He's <laughs> yeah. a d- darling boy, See, and we want only success. Spin Zone, him. I thought that was meant to wrap, uh, uh, rile you up. So uh, I was okay. like, okay, this will be fun. I'll get to watch this. <laughs> See, I don't like the Timothy Olfan thing. I don't like how great his hair is. I don't like how great, like how attractive he is. He seems like really cool. He's also got his daughter in Justified, the reboot. Not, I'm not, I'm not sure how that's going yet. I need more episodes. I'm not. He looks great in a cowboy hat, like the best. Does he? Does that's not fair. Do you think he just got trapped at that perfect age of like forty? And he got trapped in, and not trapped, Justified is amazing, but like it was damages and then Justified and then like nobody knew what to do with him. Yeah. So he's just playing marshals. He's in his mid-40s. He's like Mandalorian. Yeah. I'm a marshal in space. That's and then true. Uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'm a marshal like in a fake movie where Leo is. God, he's, he a, he's a, a CIA agent in Snowden. Like it's he great. is always a police officer or yeah. a sheriff. He's yeah. awesome at it too. That's somebody hiding hot. something. God, man. You he was a Daisy Jones in the six, but that character would be taken by Aaron because of the bad hair. 
It's really bad hair. It's a it's bad wig. Very bad hair. Very. That's technically not Aaron's purview. Aaron, you okay? You just like I'm good. I, okay. I I don't know who this person is, so I'm. She did say, at him. but she know who she didn't know who it was. Timothy Oliphant. She knows okay. who Timothy is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I immediately went to look at. He's hot, isn't he? Is he pretty? Is that his name. That is a crazy name. What, what was Timothy um, Oliphant? <laughs> Oliphant. Well, he's a, he's the bad guy in uh the girl next door. Oh yeah, I think he was a bad guy in a couple of movies for a while. He was a good dirtbag in The Girl Next Door. Yeah. He plays tennis. Oh, wow. Aaron, does he play Uno as well? Or is he a Monopoly guy? Or what kind of, what's the range on his game plan? You know? <sighs> is he like, what kind of cheese it's You know, favorite? again, I think uh, people in Kansas want to know if he, what sports he plays. If you were like, hey, I, I love this convo about Timothy Olyphant. It's kind of funny how Knox confused it. But the thing I really want to know, does Timothy Olyphant play tennis? If that's you, I want to know. I want you to reach out. We've got a, uh, Jamie's going to send you a link for a floor fan. It's a great floor fan. You know what? You know what? I bet a lot of people are going to be like, I was wondering about his uh, pastimes and leisure pursuits. And they are going to comment and they're going to be like, thank you, Aaron, for it. taking the time to read the bottom portion of his Wikipedia. <laughs> Under legacy. I got like that you scrolled yeah. all the way to the bottom first. Like, well, no, about I read personally. the beginning. Yeah. All right. For my um, next pick, I'm going to take okay. people that scroll to the bottom of Wikipedia to Wait, get started. <laughs> Those people are doing God's work. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Knox. Last pick. I'm going to go any politician anywhere ever. Like in real life or mm. fake life. <gasps> yeah. Anytime you see 100%. a politician, you're like, ooh, I don't know about this. Because I just, like in popular culture, I think it's starting to get to the point where when someone's like a political operative, um, not speaking like, not spoiling Oppenheimer, but I'm like, oh, okay, great. Another shady politician <laughs> makes sense. But like, just even uh, anecdotally, like- someone who chooses to be a politician, I'm like, I, I don't understand why you would do that. Like what kind of person is like, looks at politics and thinks, yes, this is great. Like, I, like I want to do that. It feels like if you choose politics, you have like a, like a healthy ability to uh, not have shame. You probably peaked in high school. And uh, if you watched frozen, you probably root for Prince Hans of the Southern Isles over everybody else. And you're like, I should probably get into mm. politics. So I just like, I, I'm very skeptical. I think the politician always did it whenever I see them. I no, I think that's accurate. I think that's wise. That's yeah, wisdom. That's an excellent choice. I know there is a couple of good ones out there, but honestly, like, how do you become a politician? Like, I know. money just what's shows the, up on your, the chart? on your doorstep. The, I think there has to be some element of narcissism has to involved. Be. It's the first thing that yeah. has to happen. Well, it's such a confidence of like, oh, I can make a difference, but then the money comes and you're like, oh, hello, NRA. That the money looks delicious. Yeah. I'll do whatever you ask or whatever, whichever lobby. It doesn't matter what it is. The money change, like Cindy Lauper taught us, money changes everything. You know, in uh, you, True Detective season one, when Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson are looking at a Big Ten revival and Matthew McConaughey's character is like, feel pretty confident no one's splitting the atom here, Marty. That's what it feels like with politicians. Like I see who's running. I'm like, I just no to all of this. I don't think this is great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, okay. Back to you for your last pick, Aaron. I thought that I was going to do like something kind of easy, like, you know, Ramsey Bolton okay. and Joffrey, but that's pretty low hanging fruit. They right? definitely did. But I think there's a, I think there's a conspiracy going on in this country and it involves People with shoulders. I'm taking people, people. <laughs> that have shoulders. Anyone. <laughs> Dodgy shoulders. No. Yeah. It involves overly sweet female talk show hosts oh. in this country. Okay. Can, Great I, can you give me pick, some examples? Aaron. There's some, va- some I can. There's I can some give value you some in, in, in round four with that pick. Okay, Jason, you're acting uh, a little too surprised. Like you can't believe she made like a good contribution <laughs> this late in the game. So maybe like. No, I'm kind of jealous. This is like, I, I'm all in on this draft. one already. Yeah. Sometimes we're getting some like some really convenient 
behind the scenes video TikTok of some of these female daytime talk show hosts where it's like, wow, they are so empathetic and just really on the same page as their audience. Wow, they're amazing. I don't know, people like, I don't know, Kelly Clarkson. Whoa. I don't know, maybe maybe like a- What are you doing? Maybe like a Drew Barrymore. Yep. Absolutely yep. not. I don't know, I'm just Kelly saying. Ruppin it just, it just, Kelly Ruppin in the mix? I don't you know, ever, maybe- Have you ever thought, have you ever thought, those are just good people? Maybe they, maybe they are. Allegedly. I'm just saying, like, it just, it just feels like there's a, there's a sinister undertone because we have an example of a sinister undertone of a, of a, a very suspicious female daytime Oprah. talk show host. Oh, Ellen. Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah. No wrong answers, How but. <laughs> love the energy. Just kidding. But just kidding. One. I love you, Oprah. Listen, I just, I just don't understand how you could ever be like, I am in terms of who is likely to have done the bad thing is Drew Barrymore and Kelly Clarkson over everybody that's ever been on the view. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes we look at things and it's like, wow, look, look at, look at all the. Look at all the good, you know, it's just so good over there. And then we like look under the rock and it's like, wow, it's not good. Are you revealing this about your own truth? Is this a, is this a this cry for help? Me. No, no. This is me playing the draft. I Jamie. just think yeah. Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Behar have for sure buried a body somewhere in but see, that. I don't think any of the view hosts think... are sweet. I don't think they're nice. So I don't think they qualify but for yeah, this. That's yeah, but, but they, act, no, but they, they, they fake neat. act sweet and nice, right? Like, Do but they? Jamie, I think that you've got to, if you're going to take the Whoopi and the Joy, you've got to take the, the, the Kelly and the Drew. I think that it Jamie, is Jamie, if you want epidemic. me at my whoopiest, you have to take me at my joyousness too. Thank you. Yeah. Stop it right now. <laughs> Thank Stop you. It. That's right. No, I think there are angels among mm. us, and we are blessed and highly favored that they got deals on TV. I love, listen, you and I both know from our research what a real angel is. It's not a cherub with its cute little bum and its little wings. It's a circle of fire covered in Bunch eyes. Of eyes. I don't like you. Je- don't Jesus. Milky discharging eyes. Yes, don't Jesus shoot so me much. here on the podcast. Jason, do you believe okay. in guardian angels? We talked about this. I don't know that I've never gotten your take on this. Big Bang <laughs> yes. and guardian oh, angels. He definitely does. He definitely yes, I does. Do. Okay, I love oh, yeah. it. I love it. Who's your? What's your guardian angel name? I, I don't know what that means. What? Like, I think <laughs> that there's people that that are humans that come along in your life that are guardian angels oh. at times. Oh, you think, you, think human. you think someone is dead and it's their job to watch over you? Hold now? on, finger, no, Aaron Osley, you may not with the finger pointing. Please put the yeah. finger down. <laughs> Please put your hands down, ma'am. Please put your hands. <laughs> You were really specific about something that you believe in or don't believe in and then projected that onto me. So yeah. I'm just going to say no, no, but I don't need the finger yeah. at the same I'm time. I'm just asking. Take that up with <laughs> please. Not us. Okay. <laughs> so this is not the time. You have so much to bleeping. delete his name. Bleep his name. <laughs> I'm going to say delete that. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I love it. Okay. I love it. That's great, Aaron. Okay. I have the last yep. pick. Right? Okay. My last pick is the most obvious. I think we can all agree that the worst villain, that it's so obvious she's a villain. I hate to even bring it up, but it is Rory Gilmore. Mm. From oh, the Gilmore Girls, yes, right? Absolutely. Just as a quick refresher for those of you who are like, "No, she loves to read." Yeah, that's not all she loves to do. She <laughs> loves to cheat on and be cheated on. Listen, she treated Dean terribly. She cheated on him with Jess, and when she did cheat on him with Jess, it meant she missed her mom's graduation, and then she left the signed Go Go's album in the bus. Okay, later she would be Dean's mistress when he was married. Dean also awful. She quit Yale because a guy named Mitchum said she didn't have what it takes to be a 
journalist. So she just quit school, all right? And then she stole that yacht that one time. She cheated on Logan with Jess. And then she cheated on Paul with Logan while Logan was engaged. She's a garbage woman. And why? And she, for sure, has no female friends. That is, that is the clearest woman. If you're looking for like, what do you mean when you say women don't have, like women who don't have female friends make you nervous? It's Rory Gilmore. Like, she's the representative. That's so, a lot like, going on sure. in Gilmore Girls that I had no idea about. That's, yeah. like, so oh, popular. Yeah. It's, like, a lot oh, yeah. that she did. What is it that you think she probably did? Like, what do you think, like, to land it on something specific? Oh, I think she 100% would have murdered any of those women who were dating the man she wanted. Okay, okay. She would have poisoned their tea. She would have slashed their tires. Yeah. She, she might not have murdered them, but she would have made their lives miserable. I mean, like... Oh, did you miss your date with Logan because your your tires were slashed? Oh, I ran into him randomly. So if there's so any great. sabotage going on in Gilmore Girls and they never find out who's behind it, it was probably Rory. Probably. Well, and they found out a lot of it and it was always okay, Rory. There you so go. yeah, Boom. she's the villain for sure. Boom. Why would they write Perfect. her to be that bad? Like that's terrible. That is so sad. No, listen, they were like, what? She's just cute and young and like has dreams and ambitions. No, she's awful. And the crazy part is that she was awful on the show and then they came back and did the revival and she was worse. Like they made her even worse. Well, I think to, she's kind of so. got like Selena Gomez face in that it's, it's pageant face. So innocent. I think you have to yes. write towards villainy and complication otherwise it's like this this china doll baby or this like just like the pageant doll baby is just so nice and, and there's nothing interesting about the tension you know that's right because alexis bladell is 41 and she still looks 23 yeah it's weird it's really stunning it's really weird. yeah uh jason did you have any also rans that you didn't get to mention but you want to pop off here um you know i think that there's there's a couple of them that could go uh, kevin from the office what's going on there I like uh, that Pretty much everything in the mm. Terminator, because Arnold Schwarzenegger is really the bad guy that's coming back, but then the cop in Terminator 2 is hunting him. The whole Terminator situation uh, kind of confuses me. Ben Kingsley, um, yeah. Juno Temple, there's something going on there. I can't put my yeah. finger <sighs> on it. Yeah, why does Juno Temple look so old and she's so young? Yeah. And the last one's Willem Dafoe. <laughs> you know, something's... He's on yes. my too. He's on my too. I think Willem Dafoe is either completely innocent his entire life and truly Mm. the best person of all time, or whatever is worse than a serial killer. Okay. What is worse than a serial killer? You know? Maybe a new new snake draft. Willy Willy Wonka. Yeah. (laughs) Allegedly. Okay. Listen, my also rants included the Ghostbusters. I don't trust anyone with nuclear capacity in a Jan sport. I don't like that. (laughs) I also watched this weekend Inception again for the 25th time, and I was like, is Dom Cobb the one who did it like is he really the worst of all of those characters Leo, the Leo i love character? him yeah the leonardo dicaprio it's like is he not great he i don't think he's great Aaron, have you seen inception you know what I, mean? I think so is that the one where they're on a plane and there's a top jgl yeah, yes actually yes yeah, that's accurate weirdly. okay yeah it's I a weird combo it. of facts about that movie but it is accurate oh my yeah, gosh I've we need to do like aaron asks us <laughs> trivia where it's like okay there's a plane and a top what movie is it Oh, it, it's like Pictionary, <laughs> but it's Aaron describing movies. Yeah. Also, I think I figured out this weekend that Ferris Bueller grew up to be Elon Musk. Oh, mm, I don't know. No. I'm not proud of it. I feel like principal, the principal in that movie is uh, he's made to be the bad guy, and he's not. He's just trying the to. The principal in real life was like is a pedophile. Like no jokes. Like that's right. <gasps> oh, that's like true. That. I was thinking oh, of, uh, again no. the character pr- Principal Rooney, not the guy. Yeah, not Ben yeah. Stein. Like I said, he was the teacher, not the principal. Yeah. So. 
You better check that. That's Vincent's right, lawyers right. will be letting you know about that. Uh, Aaron, any also rans that you wanted to mention? I mean, just like, no, I don't know. <laughs> you didn't have a backup you know, like, for that eye no. thing? <laughs> you know, like anyone with knees, like weird yeah. knees or regular knees. Why do you not Nobby have a knees. weird knee? Why is it so regular? If you've regular? got too many toes, I'm not. <laughs> you got patellar I mean, tendonitis. Not. Not or not enough toes. You know, guys, I'm sorry. Like, that is how movie people let you know it's that true. people are it's bad. Like, I love though. it. She's like, I, I judge a book by its cover. Yeah. I what don't, do but, but movie people want me to. That's why we have a problem with seeing people who are different than yeah. us in other places. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, I, that is, I didn't do that. Movie people She's did that. turning this into an after I didn't special. do that, but I'm capitalizing on it for this draft. <laughs> no, I didn't capitalize on it. I'm just, I'm here. I'm a messenger. Yeah. You know, not the eyes was a weird setup, but you landed it, it with the hair, which retrospectively, retroactively, I mean, gave you the eyes thing made a lot more sense. So you had two great picks. Thank you. Uh, Knox, what were your also? I picks? had uh, butlers. Um, butlers usually did it. Um, stepmothers. <laughs> yes. Butlers deserved to do they it. They didn't. They don't, though. I read about like why we got to that. And it was like one story and everyone just like kept using it. So it's like. No, but butlers are put upon. I mean, but they, yeah, but like they don't. We shouldn't assume the worst about Bob. Ben Mendelsohn. I had Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, yeah. Tom Bergeron. Tom Hiddleston. uh, Giancarlo Esposito. I had... uh, Game show hosts. Game show hosts. Yeah. Oh, sure. I'll get on that. Mega Pastors. um, And then I had the older adult in any Scooby-Doo episode. It's always older adult. They always do. It's always them. I have another one. People that go to space, just in general. You shouldn't be going to space. Astronauts for NASA. You should not... Being uppity about yes. space. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I think that's Get fair. out of space. You don't need to be there. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, you should watch the Black Mirror episode with Josh Hartnett and Aaron Paul. It's a good, you would like that. It's a good episode. Hey, someone was like, uh, J- uh, Josh Hartnett in Black Mirror wears a cute little vest. Yeah, he does. He does. Does he, do he, what's his vest look like? I mean, it's cute. I don't know it's how else like to describe cute. it. Honestly. It's like kind of little. Could, you could Google yeah. it. It's very that. vesty, you know, cuts <laughs> off at the arms. But don't go to the end of the wiki. Yeah. It'll be the picture will be. <laughs> is at it going to have is this vest no, going to have its own it's wiki? Not. Yeah, it's, it's important. It could. Important. After it's this episode here. it will. Um okay, well that is our snake draft on people who probably people or characters who probably did it. Uh, if you have thoughts and opinions, probably won't on our picks. But if you do, uh, thoughts and opinions at noxstream.com slash 515. <laughs> All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right, what is your red light this week? Okay, listen, I know that a lot of you have not been to the movie theater since 2019 when you saw Little Women and then the world fell apart. But movies are back. And not really because August is maybe the darkest timeline for movies. But no matter, maybe you're going to be catching up on all the things that you haven't seen. And so I just want to do a quick reminder. I was in the movie theater twice this weekend, and these things all happened to me, and so I want to revisit them as good theater etiquette. The first one is, please put your phone on Do Not Disturb. Nothing happening in a Facebook marketplace is more important than what Ryan Gosling is doing in his horse-lined fur coat, okay? Nothing. Second, please, for the love of God, leave your baby or toddler at your house. I get it. You freaking love that baby. You love the way Emma says that because she can't say D's and so it sounds like the F word. I get it. You know, Oliver only crawls backwards and it's the most adorable thing. Second only to pandas being playful. I get it. I do. But this is this is not for them. Okay. Now, do you want to go to a Tuesday 10 a.m. showing to see Indiana Jones be mediocre? more power to you. But you're not going to baby Bjorn, a child with no social skills, into the opening weekend 6 p.m. showing of Oppenheimer so that in the most critical moment of the film that we have waited two 
hours and 20 minutes for during this principal scene. Instead of the silence of light moving faster than sound, we get to hear Liam beg for apple juice. I was going to murder Liam in that theater. Do you understand me? And finally, third, look. As a reminder, the theater is not your living room. You can't just leave your popcorn on the tray. You can't just leave your recliner reclined. You cannot bring a three-piece bedding set into a seat that is placed next to a stranger who now has to navigate your middle school Little League t-shirt quilt in order to get comfortable. And as always, for, again, the love of the Holy Father, do not take off your shoes. Just wear cozy shoes. I know some of you listening are like, you're never going to take my bare feet. Well, as a reminder, that seat you're sitting in, Earlier in the week, at an 11 p.m. showing, a guy got down to business and the 16-year-old theater employee couldn't find the bleach. So good luck with your foot chlamydia. Good luck. I just, I really hope we're in a post-sexual transmitted disease exposure society in movie theaters. You know what I mean? Okay, I'll stay on on theme um, with with the movies. Uh, And I will just say, I saw Oppenheimer. We'll talk about it in a second. Spoiler alert. Really enjoyed the movie. Uh, the thing I didn't enjoy was the uh, preview combo. You know, like if you go to a certain movie, you get a certain preview, right? Because right. I don't want to market explain people, but if you like this movie, you'll probably like that movie. So you want to make plans to see that. So I'm watching, you know, I'm, 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 I'm there ready. Yeah. I got my popcorn. And I see the holdovers. I think it's the holdovers with Paul Giamatti. Yes. Uh-huh. Like it's kind of wacky zany, almost like a, like a period piece ish um, looking thing from Alexander Payne. I think looks great. I'm like, okay, that's exciting. I'll, I'll write that down. And then I get treated to, uh, the new exorcist colon believer right. and dear f- heavenly father. I was not ready for <laughs> this preview. Uh, I was it not was scary. Holy crap, man. Like I, I went 10 AM on a Sunday. So I was like, I want to minimize, you know, I don't want a lot of right. people around. Um, so it's like me and like three other people and I can't see them, but I wanted to make eye contact with them during this preview. Cause I just wanted to feel tethered to something real and true. And the fact that they're making these, they're like doubling the demonic little girls. Uh, into two instead of one wasn't right. into that. I just didn't like the noises. I didn't like the faces. I didn't like the, there's a texture. There's like a wet macaroni texture, but demonic. And I didn't love it. Didn't want it. Um, So just read like to that preview just in general. No, I agree with that because I felt like it set a tone for me because I saw that preview before Oppenheimer. And yeah. I felt like it set a tone for me that I never recovered from. Like I yeah. was always a little nervous yeah. the rest of the film. Like yeah. just a tad. I was you know? off. I was off balance, you know, that's and, right. and that was a movie I wanted to be on balance for. So that's, uh, right. that's my red light. Jamie, would you like to talk about your green light? Okay. So I am probably going to mutually green light Knox's green light because it was also awesome, but I'll let him talk about that. But mine is, of course, the Barbie movie. Aaron, did you love it? Oh my gosh, I loved it so much. We loved it. Listen, I loved it with a love I cannot describe to you. And look, this is not the film you think it is. Greta Gerwig has three Stanley Kubrick references in the film. In her pitch meeting to direct, she read a poem inspired by the Apostles' Creed. She said her reference films were all that jazz, The Truman Show and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. There's no CGI in this film. Uh, Her goal was an authentic artificiality, which she achieves. There are 22 actors at the top of the call sheet, and only eight of them are straight, white, and thin. What a delight that was. Um, I laughed out loud so much. The scene on the beach, this is not a spoiler, but the scene on the beach with the Kins in the third act, I will store in my mind palace on hard days, and I will be lifted up by it. If someone is telling you, by the way, that this movie is demonic, they're clickbaiting you, okay? (laughs) If someone is telling you this is anti-motherhood, they're also clickbaiting you, okay? This is a celebration of not only women and all the choices they make, but it's done with this tight, 
dynamically funny and moving script. Margot and Ryan are at the peak of their powers. They balance whimsy and depth like a tightrope. It's visually and musically the most joyful, good time. Absolutely go see this movie. There is a reason that uh, it is the highest grossing film opening weekend of this year and the highest grossing film of a female director ever. Uh, And so many people ask, like, can your kids see it? Common Sense Media, which is always what we refer parents to here at the podcast, they have a review that recommends it for kids 11 and older. It is PG-13. There is an F word in it. But again, I went to Oppenheimer with a toddler in it. And so I look forward to Liam growing up knowing what Florence's areolas look like. But that's fine. That's a a choice a parent made that, that they're choice to make you know but barbie it was fantastic at least if you take your kids to barbie at least it feels like uh visually interesting you know like i yeah. can make the oh, case yeah. for that we haven't seen it yet we're we're going tomorrow uh and we're, we're debating if we're taking both girls or uh just the oldest um so i bet, the, I bet your back. youngest would like that's kind of what i'm it. thinking i think i think I, she will we're gonna we're gonna monitor language and stuff but i feel well, like the f word is quick it's quick and it's it's it was it's bleeped Oh, yeah, it is. It's bleeped, and it's got a cover, like it has a sticker over it. Okay, too. that's what I thought I read when I was doing yeah. the research for it. So I, I think, think, Mar- okay. I think I think it's I more think innuendo fine. and, th- like, you know, mystery thing. But listen, I think she would love it, like, truly. Yeah, I mean, the pharmaceutical commercials have more innuendo and, like, uh, you know, <laughs> that's fallout that's fair, these that's days true, than anything yeah. else. Uh, my green light is uh, Oppenheimer. Um, it is uh, – it's it, it feels silly to try to uh, summarize it and recap it, but it's the Chris Nolan movie. It's um, – you know, I, I think going into it, I, I think I had medium expectations, and then all the critical response was like, "This is yeah. incredible! This is the greatest movie ever!" So I was a little, my expectations were heightened, um, and I, and those like expectations were met. Like this is an excellent, excellent um, historical rendering of a very complicated person in a very complicated time. I think the two major takeaways were Killian Murphy is incredible in a very understated way. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's not a flashy performance. It's just a sturdy, solid, um, quietly underrated performance. I don't know if he'll be rewarded when it's award season time because there's oh, nothing has to be, you know, like he lost a lot of, he lost weight, but he doesn't like, didn't do the Oscar thing of like completely transform his appearance. You know, I think they channel a lot of his appearance to be kind of the, um, I don't know, the remote kind of, uh, set apart, personality that uh, Oppenheimer was. Um, but I think along with his performance, you've got Christopher Nolan's direction. I've, I was a little worried because of Tenet and I wondered if we we're going to get Dunkirk Oppenheimer or Tenet Oppenheimer, you know, right, and I think right. we get more of the Dunkirk more. Yes, it's much more sure. accessible. Uh, it's visually amazing. Uh, sonically, it's amazing. And the way God, it's so good, like the, the way they play with the sounds and the visuals within Oppenheimer's mind, I think is so clever and creative. And I think mm-hmm. it does a great job of, the uh, tug of war with like what we want to see and experience versus what he wants us to see and experience at what time, you know, there's like, he'll kind of uh, bait and switch a little bit, but I'll always pay off. And I think more than anything, Oppenheimer, you know, there's a collection of great performances, too many of which I won't go into, but um, I I think it's a great example of a movie that just trusts the audience. And it's like, I'm not going to baby you. There's a lot of stuff happening here and a lot of complicated things but I trust you to keep up. And if you don't, then you can look it up after and you can probably be okay. And that's what I found myself doing. Um, but it's just an excellent, excellent movie um, that I highly recommend. Everybody check it. It was so good. I could not wait to watch it again mm-hmm. because I felt like, oh, now I know, like now I can think harder about the black and white versus the color and yeah. like all the things. So yeah, 
Yeah, very well done. It was fantastic. Um, okay, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast from Free Garden. Time to do shopping on Amazon. Make sure gardenamazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So your purchase is usually free. Link your favorite iron purchase using that link this week was. Jamie, these are just celery sticks. They're just celery sticks, you guys. So this has 6,000 global ratings, 4.5 stars. I will say there is a one-star review that uh, it just captured my heart. It is from Lulu. And Lulu wrote, I cannot do a picture, but I ordered these two times. And both times they have been frozen. There is nothing you can do with frozen celery. What? Now, I Googled it. And um, when I got 12.9 million results back, it said, yes, yeah, frozen celery is great. You can keep it for two months in the freezer. I did click on Lulu because I was like, what's Lulu's vibe here on Amazon? And Lulu also did not like the latest season of the PBS series Frankie Drake Mysteries because, quote, I liked her better when her hair was red. Okay. So, now see, I, say, I share that sentiment. I also had the same thought. So we're aligned. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's fair. All right, you guys, don't forget live show, you, us, actually all of us, a good time had by all. Head to knoxandjamie.com slash live to snag your in-person tickets or your live stream ticket. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on socials at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Knox Coy. You can find me on socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye guys. Bye.